said, no, that's not nearly enough. We want to see that up to 65% by 2025, within a few years. Um, but it sounds like that target may have changed as of late last week, but we'll find out for sure now. We'll check in with uh, Advanced Education Minister Dimitrios Nikolaitis. Uh, Minister, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, as always, appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So that target last time we talked, it's been altered a little bit. Is there a new target in place now? Well, the targets have always been uh, open and flexible. Uh, you know, I'm not looking for a very definitive, hard number to say that you know there must be X number of employees, and 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 that's the final target. And uh, you know, we won't consider anything below that or any kind of deviations from that. That was what we were um, suggesting as uh, something that the university should look at. But as I've always said throughout the course of this, I'm very open and very flexible. If the targets are too aggressive or um, too ambitious that I'm always very open to look at alternatives. So uh, I know that you're looking to have some sort of deal in place by the end of the month. What are the, I mean, we're now talking about dialing it back to certain percentage increases year by year rather than let's get to 65 by 2025. What are the targets that you've given to the school? Sure. So just for a little bit of context, so every post-secondary institution in Alberta must sign what's called an investment management agreement with the government, which stipulates how much funding they're going to receive and what government would like to see them do as a consequence of that funding. So what we're asking the university to do in this agreement very specifically is to grow the number of local employees in the community by 5% year over year for the next three years and to have 44% of their executive team working and living in Athabasca by the end of that agreement, which is in three years' time. Uh, so those are, those are the hard numbers of, of what we're, we're asking the university to commit to in the investment management agreement. The university is the only institution in Alberta that doesn't have a signed investment management agreement with government yet, so that's, I'm, I'm quite concerned that we don't have that in place yet. I think the targets that we have here are very realistic and very achievable. But again, if for whatever reason the board wants to make some adjustments, I'm very open to hearing their thoughts and perspectives. And that's what you were saying earlier. I mean, it's it, rather than saying you've softened your sense, you, you, from the beginning, you, you claim that you've always been willing to be you know, flexible on this target, right? Well, 100%, Ashay, back in March, uh, at, the, at the very kind of start of this, the direction that I provided to the university was um, a, a, a goal. Uh, what I articulate to the university is we'd like to see your executive and your administrative operations be based in the town of Athabasca. That was that was the, the objective we gave them. I didn't attach any uh, deadlines, timelines, or specific numbers, and I asked the university to give me a plan. How are we going to get there? What would that entail? Uh, how much time would that take? But And we asked for that to be uh, delivered to us by June 30th. However, we didn't receive that, right. and so we're putting some more details down in the investment management agreement. But I've always tried to give a blank page to the university to say, I just want to give you the goal and you build me the plan to get us there. Um, what's the deadline? I mean, we, we've had talks before where funding would be pulled, all sorts of things. Where are we at in terms of I want this plan and I want it by this date or funding is up? I mean, what is there a deadline? Is there an ultimatum here or is where? how do we get some resolution on this? 
Yeah, I've asked, I've sent a note to the board chair and I've asked for the board chair to convene a special meeting of the Board of Governors uh, by the end of the month to debate and vote on the um, investment management agreement. As I've mentioned, um, the university is the only post-secondary institution in Alberta without an investment management agreement in place. Uh, it's not, and that's not something I just want to see. That's that requirement is enshrined in legislation, um, and and in other uh, agreements that exist with the government. So we have to get an investment management agreement signed. There's no two ways about mm-hmm. it. So I've asked them to get that done by the end of the month, and I've uh, told them I'll I'll clear my schedule. I'll come up to Athabasca. I'll dial in virtually whatever's needed. I, I'll make myself available so we can have an open and frank conversation, get these details sorted out so that we can move on to other matters as well. Um, in an interview with CBC that I was reading this week, and I'm sure you've seen it, the school president says they're, they're working on a plan where they can create more employees from Athabasca in Athabasca, but they would create a new, well, like a research center at the Athabasca University, which would be focused on issues in that area and hire a bunch of people to live there and, and research that. Would, would that work? Does it matter what role these employees are taking or does it have to be, hey, what we've got now, we want faculty and we want maintenance and the people that are there running the school as it is today need to be up to whatever target we decide on. Well, I think uh, the the non-instructional kind of core operation of the university should be should be based in the town. I don't think we need to have every single instructor, professor, lecturer uh, based in in the town. But I think we there can certainly be a commitment to have that kind of core non-instructional uh, operational and executive team be based there. And indeed, yeah, we have been talking with the university about the idea of of um, creating a research hub. I'm happy to look at that in more detail once we've got the IMA signed, once we've got these details committed to. And again, I'm not too concerned with the, um, you know, the implementation about how we're going to get there. I really want to defer to the university and their Mm -hmm. expertise to give us that roadmap. Um, I think from a government standpoint, at a 50,000-foot level, there needs to be a clear commitment. All right, we're going to work towards growing the number of local employees by this much over the next few years. Here are the targets we're going to work towards. Here are the numbers we're going to strive towards. And um, and let the university develop the best roadmap to get us there. And as you say, you're willing to head up there. We've got the board meeting coming up at the end of the month. You're willing to be a, an active player in that. And that's that's the next step in this process, right? Yeah, 100%. Again, I've, I've asked the university, uh, specifically the Board of Governors, to convene a special meeting by the end of the month. Um, let's have an open, honest, uh, frank conversation about uh, next steps, uh, the, the investment management agreement, uh, the targets that we've established in there, and, and let's move forward. And just on that point, you know, all, all investment management agreements are structured in this way. Every university and college has an investment management agreement with targets, primarily around uh, enrollment levels, primarily around the number of students that are participating in work-integrated learning opportunities. And so for Athabasca, there's a couple of additional targets in there around their local presence. So this is a standard practice that uh, that happens with all institutions. Every other university and college has um, an investment management agreement signed with government. And again, I think what we're asking for the university here is very, very, very reasonable. A 5% increase to their local employment numbers year over year for the next three years. And to have 44% of their executive team, which is nine members, have 44% of them 
uh, working and living in the town by 2425. So I think those are very, very reasonable. Uh, I'm not, I don't see why that would, what the barriers or obstacles would be for the university to achieve those, um, those goals. But let's get this sorted out. Um, I'm, as I said, I'm going to make myself available and clear my schedule as is needed so that we can get this sorted. And um, we can work on helping the university grow, reach more learners, expand their presence online to more learners in our province and, and in Canada. Um, and contribute to giving Albertans access to high-quality education. Well, Minister, as always, I appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us the government side of this situation. Thank you so much, sir. Of course. Always my pleasure. Take care. That's Advanced Education Minister Dimitrios Nicolaides uh, bringing us an update on the government's position on the Athabasca University... I don't know what you want to call it. Squabble? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.